This Carolina Panthers betting preview edition of the Sports Gambling Podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports has given away $14 million this NFL season. Sign up in Vegas and play from anywhere. Get all the info over at circusports.com. We're also brought to you by our Patreon. Score exclusive perks, content, and contests, including our NFL win totals contests with a thousand dollar prize. Join today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Hey, this is Derek Stevens. I'm the owner of Circle Las Vegas. You're listening to FGPN. Let it ride. Everyone to the sports gambling podcast. I'm Sean, second the money green with my partner in picks, Ryan. Real money, Kramer. What's happening, Kramer? Dog. <laughs> we went right. We went right for it. We oh, went right man. for it. Uh, right now, for it. Yeah, I, you know what, Ryan? I had a note in my uh, in my little uh, notes area to go. <laughs> To go down and track down one of your cat noises, mm. and I was like, "Oh, this is kind of gonna kind of be a pain in the ass." Because I keep in my head saying, "Like, hey, make a note of that," and then we never go back and actually capture the cat noise. But uh, that was a perfect cat noise, Ryan. Thank you for, thank you for uh, helping me get that. And the chat is lit early. And by the way, Josh is here now, so we can just say, "Josh, pull a uh, pull a good clip of me with a cat noise here." And we can even do a video where I'm like this, where it's like. <laughs> <laughs> that was, the second one is more like a question. Almost uh, yeah, you can have multiple okay. versions. Yeah, and that's also a great gif. Uh get all the get all the Kramer cat uh, cat content. YouTube.com slash sports game on podcast. We are talking cats here, aka the Carolina Panthers two a days. Roll on here on the Sports Gambling Podcast. This is the first Monday ride where we will have NFL football live, Ooh. NFL action from beautiful Canton, Ohio, the Hall of Fame game. You know, we're going to be breaking down those uh, picks later on in the week, in addition to our bonus college football podcast, 10 NFL team previews. So much fucking NFL content. And wow. And uh, just dropped the uh, NFL win totals contest for the Patreons. Sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Patreon gets set up over there. Of course, uh, we got a we just had our first bonus weekly contest. Uh, we got more contests on the way. Exclusive merch, bonus ad free SGP stories podcast. Have we figured out the schedule for that? People, ha- I've gotten a couple questions. Oh, when we're gonna release? Yeah, that? like. Uh, when will the stories show be coming out? I think uh, what we well we started it the last weekend in August, so or sorry, July. last weekend in July. So we have to get it out before the last weekend in July. So I don't know, maybe maybe we figure like the fifteenth of every month, the tenth of every month. What works for you, Ryan? Well, I, don't, I was just thinking more day of the week so we can fit it into the crazy ass football <laughs> schedule coming up. We do have an insane amount of content. Just trying uh, to be realistic. Yeah, also going to be at the Fantasy Football Expo. So if you plan on uh, coming out there, hit us up. Crack a couple cold ones, sponsoring the Friday night party. So a lot going on here for the NFL. 
NFL season. Go back, check out uh, all our team previews. We've already got the tag, the Giants, the Titans, the Patriots, the Raiders, the Colts, the Rams, the Commanders, the Texans, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. Kramer, uh, chat is lit. D. Bettis uh, saying. <laughs> My my YouTube is delayed because uh, I look at the chat and I just saw you do your cat motion once again and no, oh man I'm sorry it looks but great on screen and great in person right bring up D Bettis I know the D Bettis comment was on screen earlier but the first the opener the show opener yes. from D Bettis feels very on brand because the Carolina Panthers P also does stand for uh, pussies another <laughs> another uh, synonym for cat I here here's my. I am excited for Panthers fans who are excited. I'm excited for the analytics community who think that Bryce Young is going to be Steph Curry. Mm. And I am excited for people who love uh, the, love the great book and are rooting for Frank Reich to have popular Bible studies and winning football teams in the great state of Carolina. That being said, I wasn't I don't want to tease the whole episode, but I I, I came in, you know, the prep, I always have a little bias when I come into my prep, try not to negative bias was already there was hoping to get helped out. Yeah. I, I don't know if the words I read helped me out Well, or the things I listened to. I mean, you also gotta be, you also have to be somewhat realistic here. I mean, first off you're starting a, a top five um, quarterback that you just drafted. Now I, I was looking at the Cleve T analytics and he was saying he couldn't find a win total this high seven oh, and ever a half, ever for a oh. top five. The NBA had, hadn't seen Steph Curry until he showed up. Uh, well, they're, they're, of course they just announced the, you know, this we're relatively new oh. into the 17 game sample. Um, so True. you could, you could factor Can, that in. I, I mean, to me, well, let's tout last year first. Sure. Oh yeah, we haven't even gotten into the yeah, 2022 Panthers. Well, because it's forgettable. Very, very weird season. Their win total was set at six and a half. Um, they went seven and ten, nine and eight ATS. They did hit the over. I had them going seven and ten. You're welcome. Nice job. Cash that. Uh, Kramer had them going six and eleven. Obviously, didn't hit the under that you were on there. Felt like I was robbed. I, I felt like we had a decent handle. Well, I'll tell you who was robbed. I mean, that game where DJ Moore took off his helmet and they lost that game. That that was a bullshit game. Uh, DVOA yes. was twenty eighth. Offensive DVOA twenty seventh. Defensive uh, or DVOA twenty fifth. Estimated wins was six and a half. Pythag wins seven point seven. You kind of got to break it apart though. Because there, there was really two different yeah. seasons. There was the Matt Rule one and five start, which, and then there, by the way, Kutching cashed that. Yeah, gave, gave out first coach to be fired. Matt Nailed Rule it. four to one, which I felt like that was a less popular take to start the year. I know he was obviously a favorite. Yeah, but uh, that that was nice, and and I it, it's almost it's almost excusable if you were to talk to a TMZ fan and ask them who started this first six games for the Carolina Panthers last year. How many how many average people on the street of Los Angeles do you, could answer that question? One, I first would, started the first six games for the Carolina Panthers last oh, year. Oh, I don't. I would say sixty percent wouldn't know the Carolina Panthers are a football team. Oh, nice. That's this is a good family. I think we're coming up with a fun game show for, <laughs> for the future of SGPN. Yeah. So I, I would say Baker Mayfield went one and five for this team to start the year. Who can forget? Who can forget? And by the way, well, they, one they of had, those five losses was our survivor pick I, week one. They had some, 
you look at the big picture, they had some bad breaks a la week one where Cade York, a yeah. rookie kicker, hits a 58 yard field goal to win the game. Beautiful. The DJ Moore taking off his helmet uh, to lose the game. Like it's, it feel, it felt like they had some bad breaks, but then it's weird because the team, they brought in uh, Jonathan Wilkes, interim head coach. The team seemed to rally around that, uh, around Wilkes, and they kind of played a different style of football where it was like tough nose defense. They got the most out of PJ Walker. Uh, they, they really were like kind of hanging on by a thread. They were running the ball. They were like an old school team. I mean, they went and started winning, and g- winning some games, and they had a chance to win the NFC Sam, South. Sam Darnold and PJ Dar- Walker. Yeah, Darnold as well. Which, by the way, he confirmed, Sean. I went and looked at some notes overnight. Dar- Darnold looking very good. Nice. Darnold's so, dealing. So, I, I mean, look, it, it's a weird team, uh, and, and and they were fueled by their their offensive line and rushing attack. Deontay yeah. Foreman looked exceptional last year. Chuba Hubbard, who was the the coach's wife pet, uh, after Matt Rule gets fired, he's still playing well. So who knew they they kind of did the right thing in trading Christian McCaffrey and getting. Something I guess. Assets. For, I don't think I, I still don't think you had to get rid of uh DJ Moore to move up and get number one. Uh, well we I mean you've I assume you read between the lines there. What do you mean? Oh, he's not a Frank Wright guy. Oh, maybe. Maybe yeah, he's they, into the threesomes, man. He's a D he's more <laughs> of the DK Metcalf or something. He's one of those guys who will get penetration. So they were one and four in coin flip games, three and five in one score games. Um, you know, you look at fourth quarter win probabilities, probably should have won around eight games. To your point, Deonta Foreman finished the season eight hundred and seventy seven rushing yards on eleven games. It, it felt like everything they had a good, really good season out of their offensive line. A lot of that was they, they didn't have any injuries, very healthy no. offensive line. So which tough season to waste it off. I'm gonna say yeah, like if you on. if you're a Panthers fan, hopefully for you, you didn't waste that great no. offensive line season on kind of a a transition year. I mean, coming back to just the reality, you drafted a top five quarterback. You're bringing it's not a rookie head coach, but you're bringing in a new head coach. Uh, the ceiling is. I also think that is fairly short. I think. I think there's a little bit of the Basaccia, hmm. uh, or Steve Wilkes in this case. For whatever reason, he's not a sexy guy to to hire and run your franchise. Yeah. But when he's given just horrible situations, he's had some level of success. Players speak highly of him. He seems to be a grown leader ass of man men. who I don't know if he's full leader of men, but he certainly is a guy that can can evaluate a shitty situation and make the best of it. Which maybe those guys don't have the highest ceilings, but they have nice floors. By the way, he is coaching on the Niners this year. Mm. I hate to see that uh, fucking rehab program out there. <laughs> Shanahan, good guy of the year. Uh, so yeah, I mean, look, I, I think, I think the whenever you coach, you fire a coach midseason, you have to kind of look at that team and and much like we've talked about, like is the regression conversation even worth having because so much is going to change. That being said, and maybe a good transition into the change, I I wonder how good the change is. When what what concerns me about Frank Reich is how many people are are willing to just take, oh he's a good coach, from for as a word that someone else can say and be fine with it. I'm 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 a little curious, and I think we're gonna have to double click on it. But I'm a little curious as to why. The leadership style of hire old guys with experience who you've worked with before is the best approach to building a business or a team. And so I have some questions. I mm. but I think you have to you kind of have to look at last year and say that was really shitty. They did do all right to to finish where they finished. 
and a lot of the core of that offensive and defensive line is still here. Yeah, it, it's it's a very interesting um, si- like situation. I think kind of the ceiling though, to me, not to make everything about the Eagles, but Frank Reich was the offensive mm, coordinator in, like in 2016 uh, when they drafted Carson Wentz again, similar, similar, highly ranked uh, qu- quarterback. They had a new uh, head coach at the time. Doug Peterson was a first year head coach. And I felt like they got a really good season out of Wentz for a rookie uh, ended up finishing seven and nine. Did he call the plays? Frank Reich? Yeah. Uh, I think so. Not a hundred percent sure. I I don't remember off the top of my head. So interesting that he. But you know they they got off to a good start. He was three and zero, sagged in the middle, and then kind of closed strong. So I think I think that would be kind of the ceiling case for Bryce Young and this team. Yeah, I, I w- and so- kind of similar in the sense that he didn't really. I mean, you look at the Eagles' uh, twenty sixteen team as far as receivers. Again, that's why I was. I think as a Panthers fan, you got to be frustrated that you got rid of DJ Moore because DJ Moore is the perfect receiver to have with the guy like Bryce Young. Now you look at the um, the depth chart, and and probably a good time to bring up the key additions, uh, key losses, and kind of kind of look through that because I don't I don't see a ton on this uh, roster. I mean, yeah, they brought in Adam Thielen, DJ Chark, but it, they're not. I mean, shout out to Adam. It's all referrals. It's all referrals. (laughs) Shark play. I mean, I I do have concerns about uh, Frank Reich having a type, and everyone just assuming he's some sort of great coach. And like, why are we giving him all these passes? He went out and brought in a bunch of old guys. They got rid of all their production, all of their production. DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, and and, poof, and Deonta Foreman. Deonta Foreman gone. Finish the season really strong. I mean, they they get they kept the running back that they have on contract that was like a side yeah. piece for the wife of the coach. I mean, that's what Chuba Hubbard was. Who I don't know if he's going to be a great running back, but I mean, just looking the the whole entire like acquisition is like it, no one gets you excited. And and when you look at how much money they spent to bring in Andy Dalton, Miles Sanders, DJ Chark, Adam Thielen, and Hayden Hurst, yeah, you you throw. I mean, a normal coach in a normal franchise. Would would have we bent over and be made fun of for this kind of stuff? Giving the biggest uh, free agent contract to a to a running back in the off season, they would get a, a normal franchise would get smashed. But there's something protecting this Panthers franchise mm. from being dragged through the fucking mud for some reason. And so I I hate these moves. I hate all <laughs> of these moves. I li- I think Miles Sanders actually is a good fit. For this team, a good fit for their offensive line. I mean, you you know, it it doesn't really directly impact it, but Miles Sanders did catch fifty uh, balls his rookie year with Deuce Staley as the running back coach in twenty nineteen uh, in a Frank Reich offense. Similar situation here. I think I think Miles Sanders is in store for a, hmm. a pretty big year. Bell cow? Because I do think so. Yeah, he's going you know sixth in best ball, maybe fifth and a little higher and and managed. He does seem to be a guy that, if that's true, what you're describing is true, and he's going to have that same Deuce Staley, like Frank. Like I, I we're going to run back. I think, I think he's going to get a, a shit ton of carries. I mean, I think that's why they brought him in. I think that's why they paid him, and I think he could be a good fit for this offense. I think they're going to run a ton of play action, and again, how do you make rookie quarterback jobs easier? You have a running yep. back like Miles Sanders that you can just dump an insane amount of workload on. As I, an Eagles fan, are you glad he's? Are you sad he's gone? 
No, I mean I. (laughs) That's not a great endorsement. No, but I think he's. I'm just saying, like, but I, I again, I think the Eagles' running game succeeds regardless of who you plug in there. I think Miles Sanders is Miles Sanders better than Deonta Foreman? Maybe I would give him maybe a slight edge. I think he's going to do well in this team. I think if they didn't bring in Miles Sanders, I think there would be a gaping hole in production Mm. here for this Panthers offense. Like if they if Chuba Hubbard was their number one back, I would be concerned. But I think they have a pretty decent offensive line, and I think Miles Sanders can have a pretty good season. Now, as an Eagles fan, they brought in DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, and they have Kenny Gainwell. No, I'm just saying you're. I I was less worried. I thought Miles Sanders was a good player, but I thought what they did to replace him, I'm fine with. Okay, yeah. Okay, so I I guess I was more saying it to, to like I don't. Again, uh, it's being described like he's going to plop down and be this bell cow that he never really has been, with the exception of I, I know a lot of people are calling to that Deuce Staley thing. I also think you 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 are expecting uh, Terrace Marshall or Mingo or DJ Chark, a guy who can't stay healthy, to stay healthy and perform and and get it done in in a way in a way so, they really so last haven't. year last year with the Eagles he had 259 attempts. 1269 yards, 11 touchdowns, all career highs. I yeah, think but not buying the dip. I think but I don't think it's priced in there because I I think I wouldn't be surprised if he gets, you know, closer to 300 carries. Like I I just think they're going to give him a ton of volume. Okay. I, I maybe maybe they maybe they don't. Maybe they are really going to do a running back com- by committee, but it just doesn't make sense. Why would you pay him that money if you're not going to have him come in here and and really go to work? So one yeah, I'm I kind of agree. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I think it's a good point because I, what I learned in, in diving into this team is Frank Reich just hired a bunch of his buddies Yeah, and he's going to, he literally wants to run it back. And I don't know, like, again, why, what are we running back? Are we chasing the, the Eagles success? Because what success did he have in Indy? Again, it was always the crutch, right? Oh yeah. The old quarterback, he brought the old quarterback in because it's a Frank Reich guy. It's a guy who, you know, maybe he, maybe he likes to play football and go to church on Sunday. Maybe, maybe it's all about being older and pounding the rock. And maybe this isn't going to be the most progressive offense, Sean. You know, I I heard something very interesting from a number of the Carolina Panthers uh, beat reporters. And I wonder if this is a way to find out which ones are just on the land for the team and one, which ones are actually reporting. But a lot of people said this quote to over 200 years of coaching experience, the exact quote on this staff and with over 75 years of playing experience. Wow. Leaning into that oh Dan God. Campbell players make the best coaches well, and I, old guys make the best coaches. I would say if you're looking at a team like the Panthers and their coaching staff or a team like the Cardinals and their coaching staff with the the exact opposite I would rather have the Panthers. Now, I don't think experience necessarily um, correlates exactly with success. We've seen Ron Rivera. We've seen Jeff Fisher. Yeah, you know, there there are guys who stay in the league for a long time because they know the right guys. They know how the game's played. I don't think it's correlated. But if I had to choose between having the youngest staff in NFL history and having the most experience, I would take the experience. Did you know Frank Reich was the first ever quarterback for the Carolina Panthers? No, I didn't know that. I am I literally the Panthers are literally running it back. Do you know Dom Capers, who's a special assistant on the staff, 
first ever coach Ooh, for the Carolina Panthers. Yes. Did you know Jim Caldwell's on this staff? Oh wow, dusted him off. <laughs> I yeah, mean, but, but Caldwell, they wanted to get to 200 but years. Caldwell's probably one of those perfect guys who level-headed, stuck in the past. But remember but when a guy he got that can, but a guy, Ryan, he has some coaching value. Jim like, Caldwell needed a Jim Bob Cooter <laughs> to get Matt Stafford all the way revved up. Yeah, I, I, here's the here's the real takeaway, and and shout out to our our guy Adam Chernoff. Uh, for putting out all his little mini previews, but I, this is, I picked this up from him that there there's been a little bit of friction between. Oh yeah, there's been news about the offensive coordinator Thomas Brown who came over from he's one of Sean McVay's guys, so an outsider to the I Frank Reich knew. system, an outsider. Why was Frank Reich forced to hire an outsider to be his offensive coordinator? I don't know. Is it is ownership meddling? That is weird that there was already reports of friction between the offensive coordinator and the head coach. They haven't even played a game yet. Well, who's calling plays? That's why I asked you earlier if Frank Reich was the play caller. Because, you know, again, great leadership sometimes is being transparent. Sometimes uh pushing responsibility down and creating autonomy. Are you talking about um uh are you talking about Nick Sirianni giving up play calling, the Eagles going on an amazing run? I I think there is something to the idea that the head coach shouldn't be calling the place. I think Brian Dable making the decision to allow Mike Kafka to call the plays allowed that offense like that. That's a positive. So, so Frank Reich's calling the place. Yes, He's not letting him but, call the plays. But quote, he plans on uh, passing down the play calling duties. Quote at some point. That, what? <laughs> like, it, come on, Sean. If this was a team, you know. I, I, this is an interesting ones because I think if you, if this was a team that you typically look through a lens of hatred, hmm. you would be leaning into so many of these points as reasons to fade this team. Oh, I'm not high on them. Okay. No, I mean, what have I, I, I think miles Sanders could have a good year again. I think so, having a tiny quarterback like Bryce young, oh. you know, a lot of people compare Bryce young. Oh, he's, Hey, you can be tiny and be in the NFL. Look Who's at the comp. Look at Drew Brees. That's what everyone goes to. Drew Brees, uh, to be fair, uh, started out ten and eighteen for the Chargers. Well, that's a good nugget. Uh, they got rid of him. Threw yeah. more interceptions than touchdowns his first three seasons. That was back in the day when teams had patience. Could you imagine Bryce Young three seasons hey, where he I, throws throws no, more interceptions no. than touchdowns in ten and eighteen? Is he still starting? But do you remember that he had that shoulder thing when they, yeah. when the, and, and Nick Saban and the Dolphins passed on Drew Brees? Things could have been a little different. College no, football I mean, maybe a little different uh, if Bryce Nick Saban gets like, Drew Brees at the Dolphins. Bryce Young's five ten. I, I just he looks very small. Yeah. You can say all the nice things about him. Training camp, OTAs, he's going to look good because there's a lot of pet, uh, pet non pads. So Seventeen game seasons, a long. And he's wearing season. red. They have a good offensive line. The concern is the the reason that quarterbacks generally need to be big is because you do get hit. It's not a, a matter of if, it's when, and it's can you take the repeated shots. And when we see big ass fucking grown men, uh, repeat like not be able to handle it. Like I'll I'll use Jalen Hurts because Jalen Hurts is a good example of someone who's put together and and Swat smaller. He's, he's, he's a small he, he's smaller the, the, for a the quarterback. Barbell's bending. He's smaller for a quarterback, but he's very put together. And he even he has had situations where it's like bang, you get hit in the shoulder, and there's not much you can do about it. Now I couldn't imagine if a little little twerp. You know, when I watch Bryce Young, I know he's a great player and he's got a great mind, but he looks like a little twerp. 
And it's probably got to annoy the shit out of defenses. Oh, what what do we have here? <laughs> oh wow, Josh uh, is uh, pulling up producer Josh pulling oh. up some uh, images of Bryce Young. Oh, how small he is! I mean, he just looks tiny. Oh. That's a tiny man. It's not quite Deuce Vaughn, but it's it's clearly a guy at five ten. You have to get creative with how you're going to the the uh, how he's going to have sight lines. Like there, there's just a lot. But that being said. I think if you're if you're a Panthers fan and you want to be slightly optimistic, you look towards their schedule, fourth easiest when oh. you look at win totals. You look at their their offensive line, which I think is a pretty good offensive line. ETR has them like 14th, 15th. Um and I think their defense has some playmakers. Now, we'll see if maybe some of that yeah. was Wilkes getting the most out of them, but I think that's how you talk yourself into it. To me, and Ryan, I uh, Frank Reich has a has as a coach has been notoriously notoriously bad at starting slow. You know, we talk about the Colts how bad they are week one. Was it oh two thousand fourteen under under Frank Reich they were oh four and one. Of course, got that tie against the Houston Texans. Oh, those bastards felt like a loss. But even even dragging into week two, the last five years, first two weeks, Frank Reich was three and seven. So. Uh, maybe they get off to a slow start. Maybe and that's with a veteran quarterback. Yeah, he's had a veteran <laughs> quarterback every time. You know, that's the other nugget we have to discuss. It's it again. The mainstream media seems to be keeping it hush hush, but it sounds like it sounds like Andy Dalton could be the starter. No, hundred percent no. Right, hundred percent. Bryce Young is starting. Okay. Because why? Why wouldn't you if you're the Panthers? I mean, don't argue with me. I read I read information, and I'm just saying I don't know if it's a lock that Bryce Young's starting Week One with Frank Wright as the play caller. Uh, I'm gonna. You say know what Andy Dalton loves? God. <laughs> if he's got a type, dude. If they if they start Andy Dalton Week One, it's a disaster in Carolina. It's a disaster. That's a great clip. I'm telling you, if Andy Dalton's the week one starter, I, I think Carolina Panthers management is going to be pulling out their hair because they're like, "What did? We, how is he that bad that we're not going to start him week one?" Okay. ZD Mills in in the chat saying, "Who's the who's the receiver you're most likely to draft in fantasy, considering ADP?" Ryan, what do uh yeah? And do we do we walk through the? Yeah, I guess we talked about the. Um, depth chart a little bit. Obviously, they drafted Bryce Young. Mingo is getting a lot of buzz as far as uh, pass catchers. But who do you, you like? You got to be careful. We we listen to I think a little too closely to the the dynasty crowd and some of yeah. these these rookie hypers. Um, I mean, look, I I think the guy that's probably like puzzling how low he's going, especially in best ball, is DJ Chark. But it's because he does just miss his games. Yeah, I think Terrace Marshall's the, probably the guy I would I would draft and redraft. <laughs> I think he's the guy. He he was a, a a second or third round pick. He played on that LSU team with a lot of talent. Am I crazy to think Adam Thielen because he's going? You could I think best ball. He's like undrafted a after the research I did. Oh, one hundred percent, Adam Thielen. Adam Thielen. No, because Ryan, I think Adam Thielen is kind of, to your point, one of Frank's guys, a veteran they can trust. Couldn't you see him just getting? He's a new Frank guy. In, in a in a in a in like full point PPR. Couldn't you see him just getting a ton of easy dink and dunk stuff? My issue like is like a bunch of easy catches. He could be like he could be washed up. No, and that was a concern in in Minnesota. He's getting up there old. Uh, Terrace Marshall would be the answer to the question, or Hayden Hurst. 
Okay. LaVisca Chenault, any sort of uh He's gonna play running back, it sounds like. It sounds like <laughs> sounds like that he could be a Cordero Patterson. So you're type. saying Terrace Marshall. I, I Terrace Marshall. Terrace Marshall's probably the right answer, but I think if I, you're doing best ball teams and you have uh Bryce Young as your second quarterback, I think, you know, toss some darts on those uh last three rounds you can go Bryce Young, Hayden Hurst, or Hayden Hurst, Bryce Young, Terrace Marshall, and get a Carolina Panther stack. I mean, it's not a very it's not a very difficult thing to do. Yeah, and Ryan. And then and then you bring <laughs> to back your, to your point. Jags Bryce Young back. was named quarterback one by Carolina three days ago. So okay. shout out to the chat for keeping you honest. Okay. I don't know where you're getting these. What tabloids are you reading, Ryan? Okay. <laughs> the truth is out there. I I'm saying it's not a it's as the coach said that he's the the starter. The the Panthers announced him as the quarterback one. I can do I can do uh, deeper uh, research on uh, that. Uh, okay. All right, Ryan. While you're while you're digging into that mystery, let's get to the schedule. Before we do that, you know where our schedule is going to be. What our schedule set up? August twenty fourth to twenty sixth. We out in Las Vegas for Circus Sports, the ultimate sign up weekend. Yes. Ah, just get those football juices flowing. Sign up for Circuit Millions and Circuit Survivor. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Ah. Imagine going on a heater where you win like two of the quarterly prizes and the final first place prize. Just imagine. Imagine you're just in the mix that last weekend. That last weekend where you're putting five picks in against the spread or the survivor. I mean, that was electric. Imagine you were the guy who had the Houston Texans picked him in your survivor to win the circa millions as they took down the Colts on that mystery on that last second hail Mary play. Just amazing. Just amazing. So many ways to win so many ways to play sign up in Vegas, play anywhere. Come out and say hi to us. August 24th through the 26th circusports.com for all the details circusports.com. Uh, it seems like they've they've put him at top of the depth chart. I ca- I can't find anything that says that he's the week one starter. <laughs> okay. I can I can find something that says. But what would you set the price at now that they the long, went out of their way to name him the, the, the number longer one. quote is it was always the plan to put him on with the first team by the end of OTAs. But Kramer, I, just visually, uh, like from an organizational standpoint, if you make him first on the depth chart, then bench him for week one, that's signaling disaster. Yeah, I don't think they would do that. Okay, Might but, but let's let's get to the schedule. I I think I alluded to the win total, uh, but uh, yeah, win total sitting at seven and a half. Make playoffs plus two ten. Don't want any part of that. Miss playoffs minus two hundred five. Division plus four hundred. Conference forty to one. Super Bowl seventy to one. The division price to me four to one is that's kind of crazy, right? Because look at this, look at this division. I, I, no mud, no mud on the faces. They're not being dragged. No one seems to, you wouldn't rather have the Tampa Bay bucks at eight to one than the Carolina Panthers at four to one. That's I actually, mean, what is, what is like, why is it so much of a, uh, why who is has the, a better roster? Yeah. Uh, and you have, no, that's a serious, like I'm not, this isn't even hot take. This is a serious, like who, what which position group are you why liking it, better? Why on is the it Panthers? so drastically better? The offensive line, position group advantage, Panthers. Okay, yeah, slight edge. That's it. Defense, I think. I mean, again, look what the look at the Bucks did on defense. I think they're 
I think the roster is really close. So I mean, look at the look at the skill play. Look so, at the receiving talent. So we're back to and it. And you have a quarterback that started games. Where is the so or well? So, I guess maybe not if they. So start why fast, is there not being a neg? Like why are we not shining a negative light on this? We you touched on it a you little keep bit. Saying we, I, I'm not high on the Panthers. No, why is the world? Like, oh, because they drafted the number one quarterback overall. And I, people I know, like but, the excitement. But the of same it. smart fucking nerds are in on this old school team. They're gonna be an old school team. I don't think this is gonna be a team to lead the league and pass rate over expectation. I don't I think the best the best a chance this team has is that they're able to run a grinded out yeah. offense and a lot of play action and the run game really so, works. So so yeah. And they I, play I, defense. I, I think they're and it'll be interesting to see how they actually play, but I think their formula is similar to what worked last year. And if you're optimistic on the Panthers, you're projecting Bryce Young is better than what you got at a PJ Walker and Sam Darnold last year. Which I don't know. I, I don't know if you can project that because <laughs> Sam Darnold was a high pick. Well, and PJ Walker is a I stud. Think, I think that team really was playing for Sam Wilkes. Like they had a. Uh, they had a good mojo going, so I I think to toss that off to the side, I think was was a bit um, foolish. D Bet is pointing out Panthers have DJ Chark and Lavisca Chenault. Jags 2.0 go sign Blake Bortles as a backup. Oh man, it's, uh, he's out of the league now. You know, this is now I think our second full season without Blake Bortles around. We've moved on. We've made it. Uh, a couple couple other things to uh, <laughs> what what. Are, co- uh, just Josh bringing up the uh, the news headline of officially named number one pick Bryce Young. See, forward. that's that's actually a poor job of uh, taking what was actually said atop the he's hmm. number one on the depth chart. So we're we're a journalism uh, yeah. class right now. Well, I mean, I, I uh, Josh, I'm suddenly not enjoying you being here. <laughs> that, that's uh, that's not necessary. Great work, Josh. Uh, Great work. But I, but I, it's to to finish the point, and I know this division generally chops it up with each other. So. Yes. Regardless of what you think about any of the teams, I think it's fair to say there'll be some some shared wins and losses. And I know they play the AFC South, but but you ha- like it, they all they, you know what's amazing? How many rookies play each other this year? Yeah. And again, for some reason, when I hear people talk about the Panthers and they're facing another rookie, it's like, oh, this will be a good game they can win because they're facing a rookie. And it's like, well, they have <laughs> they have a rookie. What are we doing here? No, I, I, you know, the, the, I, I don't get the, it. I don't get the, it. The silver lining, of course, is their schedule, which is somewhat winnable uh, based on kind of their division. But yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be tough sledding for them. I, I feel like seven and ten is their ceiling. Do you think Patrick Mahomes, if he has to start we, game one, is good? Is the same guy? Do you think he turns into the same guy if he doesn't get to sit for a year with with Andy Reid? Yeah, probably. Probably. I think a lot of that's a little. So then it doesn't matter because when even when he and he didn't sit the entire year, he sat the most of the entire year and played played that last game. And I I remember we were in a contest with a former individual who worked here, and I kept saying, "I think Patrick Mahomes are going to light it up here against the Broncos last game of the season." Oh no, he's a rookie; he's going to suck. Now Patrick Mahomes was always so. Do you think he could like? You're saying that. I just don't see how I don't that. think I don't think Bryce Young is Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I don't and know. I don't think Frank He's Reich is Andy Reid. He's Steph Curry, dude. <laughs> All right, let's talk schedule, right. Kramer. So week one at Falcons. Ooh, tough, tough way to start the season. They did split with the Falcons last year. Uh week two should have been two and a. 
Should yeah, could have could have been. Uh, then they have money. Who made? Why is this Monday Night Football week two? Saints, Saints, Pan- Falc, Panthers. Now you want to get a look at the number one pick? It's fun. This excites you. Yeah, I I, I want to see a division game with the number one pick overall. Yeah, that's fun. Okay. I, it probably wouldn't be my first choice. But yeah, Saints. Why why not make the Falcons? That that's the marquee matchup. It's a division game. Watch. Uh, at Seahawks, <laughs> and then uh, which by the way, the GM. For the Panthers, uh, who has a hilarious fitterer, it's a there's two errs at the end of his name. He came from Seattle, so little GM revenge spot here. It me- just means more. And then Vikings at home, uh, the long turf. Could it be trouble for the Vikings? In this well, spot? you're playing two dome teams on that Carolina grass. Always favors the Panthers there. I think at Seattle brutal spot for them, for this type of team. And if I'm look honestly, I, every other team that we're going to be talking about, I'm going to be like, well, br- early Bryce young, this is the time to get them. Yeah. And and again, we just pointed out how bad Frank Reich struggles and openers rookie quarterback on the road uh, in a division game. That's a tough out. I mean, the Vikings, do they get a win? Cause what I, I, I think going, we're I'm back and forth between one and three and oh, and four. Can I say that we're, we might be sneaking our way into a fun Last team to get a win. Everyone's high on this guy. Everyone's high on this team. I read all these quotes about how this is a long, it's going to be a long process. I feel like he's setting expectations down, and I don't know why the market's not following. Yeah, I mean, I think if we talk about Panthers second year, like let's say he does go seven and 10 and closes strong late, Bryce Young, and and being tiny doesn't hurt you in the NFL, then maybe we could talk about them making a leap in the second year. (laughs) It's too bad Bryce Young and Deuce Vaughn aren't on the same team, so we could have. I remember when the Giants put uh, Jared Lorenz in rest in peace and Brandon Jacobs in the same backfield. They talked about how it was like the 500 pound. But they could have the smallest backfield of all time with Deuce Vaughn and, and Bryce Young. Oh, yeah, that so would be great. I think I'm gonna let, let just for the sake. Maybe they squeak one out, but give me zero and four. Yeah, I mean back to back division games. That's tough. And, and you know, even more smoke for me on the CJ Stroud. I'll go, I'll go one and three. CJ Stroud, rookie of the year, is like the more that I've looked into these teams, the system that he's going to be walking into compared to Bryce Young, I think will be beneficial. All right. Then they come out of that that stretch and they have at Lions, at Dolphins, bye week, Texans, Colts, both at home. Two games, very they, winnable games. Two games they will be favored in. I, honestly, I, I didn't. I meant to bring it up when we got like, week two versus the Saints. The fact that they're the favorites right now is very interesting. Yeah, yeah that's so, a game you might want to get on now. This this stretch right here. I mean, even if the Lions aren't who we think they are, this is going to be a very difficult matchup for the Panthers. And then they go down to Dalt Miami early enough. Miami to be hot. Tough, tough spot. And I think they're—I just uh, think they're a little outclassed there against. Are the they winless into the bye here? Uh-oh. Uh oh. I mean, I have—I have them winning one game, but I—I I couldn't tell you which one it is for sure. I just feel like they're not going to be complete goose eggs. But Ryan, they, they might be interesting when we talk uh, best bets here at the end. They might be an interesting last winless team. That's what I just said. I, I think that I think I'm in on that. I think I've just done that. I do like them after the bye though. Texans and Colts at home. Uh, you know he's gonna. It's a kitchen sink game for Frank Reich against the Colts. I think. Yeah. You know, that's non-conference road game for the Texans. That's a good spot for the Panthers. I'm gonna. Are you go, reading about Will Anderson? I'm gonna go two and two. Could be the second coming of Lawrence Taylor. All right, they, well, come they, on. 
Ryan. Uh, you, how that was dare a joke. You? Really, how relax. dare you? Obviously, I'm joking, but he is looking very. I'm gonna good. go. I'm gonna go two and two. Two and two. Yep. Uh, very high. Or one and one and three for me. One and three. All right. I I I told you this. No, I. The one of the first all things, in on the Texans. One of the, fir- on the one of the first things I did was fade this win total. And so I'm just leaning into that. Then we have at Bears on Thursday night football. I would it, like even a Bears hater, it's like, oh, that's a tough spot R- for road, the Panthers. Yeah, I mean, you're only getting two and a half. I might bet this now. I mean, the Cowboys at home at Titans. Real quick, just quick uh, pause here. What do you mean? If you if you went through and and oh. did the look ahead lines and bet on every home team Thursday night, I oh. feel like that's a great strategy. Right now, as yeah. far as like ta- closing CLV. I feel like people don't factor that enough into the number. Could be the other way though. Home, f- remember home field didn't matter last year, and we we're getting to two and a half points. And on Thursday night, no, just in general. I feel like I, it's I hear always oh Thursday on the short week, especially it maybe even started after. I think the first couple of weeks it doesn't matter, but like if you took week three on and and bet all those look ahead lines, the home team Thursday night, I feel like you're getting at least a, a good number. Yeah, I would. I would. Probably put one filter on it and say when the spread is between three, like that. That's probably where it. Yeah, I, the big ones. I don't know. If I'm I unfiltered, raw. Unfiltered. All right. So I'm one. And, I'm one and set. I'm one, no. I'm oh. You're yeah, one, one and seven. seven. I'm three and five. So I say they get their first win week nine. Ooh, okay. That's, that's embarrassing. That could be a winner though. All right. So at Bears Thursday night, Sean says bet it. Cowboys at home at Titans. And then at Buccaneers, another back-to-back road spot versus what the world might see as trashy. Well, teams. And that's part of a three-game oh, yeah. road streak as well. I have that noted down. I want to go own four, but that would imply the Cowboys winning. Ryan, I'm really torn here. I'm going to go one and three. Have they four and eight? Sounds right for this Panthers team. <sighs> Which they're not. I think a lot of people think Will Levis is going to be playing for the Titans. I think they're unaware of what what the t- come on. Sean. Oh man, I was watching the. Uh, if you haven't listened to the Titans camp, you want to see Ryan and or hear Ryan and I just be rock hard <laughs> about a team, a way higher than market on the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, not not to not to hashtag tighten up tease the episode, but all right. So I think I have to go one and one and three. And yeah, then, I'm going one and three as well. All right, I had them. All right, so then I've had them law. They've they're zero and three in the division for me as well. But then at Saints, I think they have to split with the Saints. Falcons at home, winnable hate, hate week. They always split with the Falcons. Winnable Packers at home. Hmm. I, I don't know what to think there. At Jags and then Bucks at home. Very favorable schedule down the stretch here. I I don't know if the Bucks are playing for much either. This could be where Bryce starts to look good, like you mentioned, and we're excited about next year. Yeah, Packers game sh- is going to be a random tough one. I I do think, but I I think they get all their division games here. I think they get three division games, and then maybe they lose. So maybe we go three and two here. Yeah, I mean, uh, either way, I'm still in the under. I'm gonna say two and three, six and eleven feels perfect for this Panthers team. Uh, you could go really? three and two. You're still, I mean, I'm still in the under. What did I go three and two? What did I get? Three and two. You got them at uh, five and twelve. Hmm. So we both like the under seven and a half wins. And I, uh, what is the latest on the juice? 
yeah, you're getting you're getting a better number on the juice as well. Make playoffs, obviously want no part of miss. Are you getting down on miss playoffs at minus two hundred five? I'm no, not usually no. a guy who gets down on that kind of stuff. I, the one, is, the I one w- positive I do like is. <laughs> Miles Sanders most rushing yards 30 to 1. I do think most because, rushing yards in the league. Yeah. I do think that's he's got a shot for that cuz I think he's it's going to be a volume play. So you said miss playoffs is minus 200. Yeah. How many wins do you think you got to like what's the that's about the same as an 8 and a half. So what do you like better under 8 and a half or Yeah. Oh, I guess if they yeah, because that's what they nine wins. You're pro, you could get in in the NFC. Honestly, this isn't a team where I was dying to do a bunch of stuff. I, I La- do- last winless team, Ryan. You had been talking about that. Do you like it for the Panthers, seventeen to one? Yeah, after we walk through the schedule. Yeah, I right? do too. Put that down. That's a tough. Their schedule overall isn't that bad, but um, they, well, it, no, it's tough early. Cause you nailed and, it and the Frank Reich started La- slow layering on the Frank Reich thing. Yeah. Not really like reading between the lines. Everything they're saying is very much like not a one year rebuild. And like, frankly, I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what, if this team is going to be ready to go. Like the, the offense has a lot of young players. Yeah. A lot of a lot, a lot of, of young, young players, a lot of new players. Like, wh- where's the continuity on what? Th- so they had a nice little run towards the end of last season, but all that, all the players and coaching staff and scheme you, and system that was involved in that—that's all gone. You you hear it so often that it, like the the Giants are going through this right now. Wow, having a full off season in the system makes a huge difference. Yeah, I'm sure the Eagles had a similar thing with. Uh, with, Why with, did they make such a jump from year one to year two? It was the so, same coaches, same quarterback, same you know. You have and, stuff you can build on, and then you sprinkle in like the younger players missed out, miss out on some of that stuff. I I don't know if it's it's the best, and I certainly don't understand why the smart community that watches football and bets on football. I I I think they're like, I don't understand how this win total hasn't gone down. I don't understand why it's not being bet down at all. I mean, what what did you say the juice was? I think it's like uh, so. It's, it's people are the juice is 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 slanted to the over. Yeah. Me, so meaning people are betting the over. At least they expect the money to come in over. Maybe it's just excitement over rookies. Maybe maybe we're like we're in the box and and Frank Reich is is this uh, uber popular coach for people who bet. Mm. But even then, he he wasn't an ATS god. I think it. I I just don't understand it. All right, so bets, other than what we've already discussed, Ryan. What about um, them to finish last in the division plus two fifty five? Is that enough value? Because I'm slightly higher on the on the Bucks. Obviously, I think the Saints can get over them. You like the Falcons, although I guess that's for me. That's where you get screwed is that the Falcons are actually worse than the Panthers, which I think is a possibility. But how can you even say that? We it's second year in the system. They brought in a bunch of players to fill the gaps that they identified. No, I just think I think Desmond Ritter sucks. Um, is is how? Oh, so you okay? Is how that pays off? I'm trying to th- talk out of my head. If fourth place at plus two fifty five is worth getting down on, yeah, you're. I think, I think the yeah. I mean, I, I maybe you play a superfecta, maybe you, but I think certainly creatively finding ways to get the Panthers in the in the bottom 
section. I mean, things could go really. The ceiling isn't that high. I guess that's the take, right? The ceiling yeah. doesn't feel very. No, that's high. what I'm saying. I I feel like their ceiling is maybe eight and nine. Even that feels like a stretch, especially with that early. Their ceiling is nine and eight, squeak into the playoffs, and we're all praising. Yeah, how good Bryce Young's going to be, and it and it comes on the back of a, like you said, a late season, like maybe four and one stretch to get him in the playoffs. Like yeah, that's what we see end up seeing because the rest of the division falls down a little bit. Uh, but but there's also a lot of versions of this that go really horribly. There's versions of this we where we are seeing Andy Dalton. There's versions where they have a couple offensive line injuries this year because they had none last year. And there's versions of this where they can't hold up on the back end of the defense and their pass defense is absolutely atrocious like it was last year. Yeah, I, quarterbacks I, drafted There's just in the way t- more scenarios where they don't win eight games. It's really that simple. Yeah, and and be careful because a lot of a lot of sharps out there are pointing out that since uh, there's a number of different trends alluding to the same kind of thing, but basically highly drafted quarterbacks with a new head coach have skewed like the the results have skewed to the over to something along the lines of sixty five percent. But like Sean mentioned earlier, this is by this far is the, the highest total. Factored that in. This is the highest total we've ever seen for this type of situation. Yeah, so. usually it's because of the win total set at like four and a half, five and a half. Uh, Bills Mafia DJ saying they lie for fewest wins at twenty-two to one or less winless team more value. I'm gonna say I think they could close. I, I yeah, I, I like since the price yeah. is somewhat close. It sounds like you're with me. Last winless at seventeen to one feels like a little bit better. One hundred percent. And then yeah, Miles Sanders most rush yards because I think there's a there's a version where he gets to there. But well, other than that, like I'm not. What excited. about fewest points? Fewest points. What's that at? Uh, let me. I I don't have that section pulled up because I, I do think if they win, it's it's like lower scoring. Yeah. No. I we kind of workshop that. Um, least points. Carolina Panthers fourteen to one. No, I I don't like yeah, that any better. Not not at that price. But yeah, I mean, I honestly, feel. Feel a little bad. This isn't this. If they go, this isn't a team that I have a lot of bets for. Do if they make it to the bye, winless. Do they fire Frank Reich? No. Okay. At no point does is Frank Reich fired or and or Bryce Young not starting week one. Oh, okay, but lock both those in. Do do uh, how many games does Bryce Young start this year? Let's set let's set an over under. Well, right. I'm not allowed to predict injury yes, because that upsets no, no, people. This, this is at our show. We can predict injury. <laughs> Oh man! How does he not get hurt? Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna be nice to. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Josh, bring it up a, an oh, amazing, wow. amazing meme, a Bryce Young meme uh, with a um, tiny, I'm guessing man, possibly child, uh, with some uh, football players there. Yeah, YouTube.com/slash/SportsGamblingPodcast. Can we? No, seriously though, like Bryce Young and Deuce, is he taller than Deuce Vaughn? Oh, that's a good question. Yes, because he's. Well, Bryce Young's listed at five ten. Deuce Vaughn's listed at like five five, or something crazy. Have we seen him stand next to each other? Deuce Vaughn was able to carry the load in college, just like Bryce. Deuce, but Deuce Vaughn is listed at five five. Right, that means he's actually five three. That's uh, crazy. What uh, last last market? <laughs> I thought we should. Or, did, or is if uh, Deuce Vaughn at five five? Do you even bother lying on your no. size? Like no, his dad well, works secretly. For the t- <laughs> oh yeah, we we list him at five five. He's actually five four. Like, are you real? Is that extra inch going? Oh, we gotta we gotta keep an eye on Deuce Vaughn. Is He's, that? I love how they lie about their size. His dad works for the team, so I mean, yeah. I, I guess whatever. 
Uh, do last one. The one I wanted to talk about is did like, are you at all interested in the Bryce young interceptions? Uh, what uh, talk me into it. What is it? You mean over under or his um, no, 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 we wouldn't play an over under. We would play most, most interceptions. interceptions. What is his uh, well, what do you need? You need to, you need to be a rookie. You kay. need, you need to be, Dak you need Prescott. to have a long, long ass. You need a long ass leash. But I feel like the past couple of years, it's it was like uh, Prescott last year. It was um, no, it's just more of a question because I I do sometimes think that the rookies get before m- that it was it was Stafford. So I feel like the rookies, Bryce Young is thirty to one. I feel like the rookies don't normally get it um, because they're generally not given a leash, and the team's yes. going to run the ball enough. Yes. Should they, they don't have enough pass attempts to qualify. I'm with you. I, I mean, I think it's hard, especially when you have a guy like, like you have Josh Allen and Dak Prescott in the league. Yeah. And, and again, you have, you have a running back, you have miles Sanders. I, I think teams go in with the plan of like taking the load off of a rookie quarterback. You're just not going to be asked to do that much. Most regular season passing yards for rookies. Bryce Young okay. is minus one fifteen. CJ Stroud plus one ten, Anthony Richardson ten to one, Will Levis forty to one, Clayton Tune sixty five to one. I brought this up solely to then say Stetson Bennett is eighty to one. <laughs> How do we not have that for the uh, Rams vet, Ryan? This is a yeah. This is new. They they were only offering the first round rookies. They've now included uh, Stetson Bennett. They just keep opening markets like every day. I feel like yeah. So none of these. I'm just not interested. Uh, the last thing I thought I should bring up because we've done this before, and I famously gave out Blake Martinez before he requested a trade and then <laughs> retired. But sometimes on really bad teams, you just want to attack the, the like a tackles prop. Maybe mm. uh, are we the defense could be good enough, um, but even then, it's like you would you would play something like Shaq Thompson most tackles. He is. Let me see. Feel like we didn't really talk a ton about their defense, right? Sixty-five they do, to they one. They do have, you know, guys like Brian Burns. No, they have a good defense. Shaq Thompson. Good. They, pass they have like a pretty good uh, front seven. But their pass defense was horrible last year. Yeah, and you got, I mean, the back end, you know, Dante Jackson, cornerback, he's banged up. J.C. Horn, it, who talent. actually, J.C. Horn's actually pretty good. Um, son of, well, son of all-time dog, Joe dog. Horn. Joe Horn. Yeah, so we'll see what this with this uh I, I just think Bryce Young, it's a work in progress, man. And he's tiny. Those are my big takeaways. Tiny. Sean Sean's not usually a short guy hater. I will say this is a different this is a different take for you. I mean, a quarterback, five it's not that he's short. Like Russell Wilson at least had some stockiness to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's short and you're frail. So um, like he's, I, I, you can go a different direction. You can say Kyler is stocky compared to him. Yeah, no, seriously. (laughs) And Kyler, I think slightly more like explosive with his legs. The the issue with the issue with Bryce young is I do think the type of offense he ran at Alabama, the way he was able to break down defenses, the way he progressed and found the open guys. I think he does have, he's good to me. He has a really high quarterback intelligence for how young he is. So I think if he stays on the field, he could figure some stuff out. I just, if I could bet on, and I never would because I wouldn't want to root for someone to be injured. But if I could bet on him breaking a collarbone or oh, shoulder oh, collar injury, bone. yeah, basically someone Upper falling body. on top of yeah. you, 
Uh, I think that's going to happen. That's it's unfortunate. You, I just think he's too frail. Yeah, you get hit even when you get rid of the ball. Yeah, that that I would agree. Like a big defensive tackle just falling on him, just popping something. He should wear the the Russell Wilson makes you look fat flak jacket. <laughs> I would one hundred percent. I I would one hundred percent recommend wearing um, whatever that like the Kevlar rib uh, thing for him because I do think he's going to get banged up, man. I think he's going to get banged up. All right, Kramer time for everyone's favorite part of the podcast. Time to announce our MLD most likely DJ, AKA the player coach, or even owner who is most likely to get busted for gambling on the NFL this season, Ryan. All right. So I'm going back to the coaching staff and I, I think we, we briefly discussed this when we were talking about the Colts, but if you remember when Jeff Saturday took over from Frank Reich, we had this amazing situation where Parks Frazier, who was a guy that uh, was just, again, one of Frank Reich's guys, they like to study from the same book. Frank Reich was even a, the officiant at, at their wedding, Parks Frazier. Well, he went on to call plays. Remember, we made fun of it. We said this kid, he's born in 91. This this young person, he's never called plays before. This is gonna be yeah. a disaster. And it was a disaster. Remember that? <laughs> yes. So now he's on the staff oh, in, wow, in Carolina. Yeah. I miss it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, what what better? It just kind of noted it down. And then I was doing my normal research where I scanned through Wikipedia and a bunch of other places about these people just to find out nuggets. Cause you never know what you might find. And then I find that, quote, in the personal section, which by the way, first it says Frazier is married to Caroline can a former reporter for the Colts website. The couple were wed by Frank Reich. Mm. That's that's nugget one. Now, you know okay. what number nugget number two is Frazier's house was damaged by 77 rounds in a shooting in 2019. No residents were home. What? No injuries were reported. The targeting, 77 rounds. The targeting of Frazier's house was later ruled a quote mistake. You don't accidentally get seventy-seven rounds shot up into your. It's house. like that. Remember that Chris Rock joke where he's like, "It's not gun control; it's bullet control. We need to make bullets expensive as hell. You know, charge five thousand dollars a bullet. Then when someone gets shot up, they're like, oh man, they put a hundred thousand dollars into that guy. He must have done something wrong.' That's a great joke. Great. Joke. So Chris Rock. If your if your house is getting oh, uh, wow. loaded up with. Uh, 77 rounds. I have a feeling you've accidentally crossed the wrong guy or, or maybe you had someone over your house. That was the wrong person, but somehow your house got people don't just go to Google maps and say, that's it. They drive by the house a couple of <laughs> times and verify it. So uh, I'm going to say that if you're, if you're, if it's possible, your house can get loaded up with 77 rounds. It's also possible. You could throw a couple teams into the parlay kitty, maybe a same game parlay. Maybe you listen to the show and you like a little first touchdown action. Parks Frazier, you are my most likely to be a DJ. Oh, love it. Love it. Ryan, my most likely DJ, my MLD goes to Deuce Staley. Uh -oh. That's right. Oh, I know. And if, well, first off, if Josh can um I don't know if he can track it down in time. I I didn't what you think of this for? until uh until after but th that scene last year at hard knocks where he's yelling at everyone and he has no voice. That's a voice that's gone horse probably from yelling at a screen in a gambling situation. Also, his name is deuce. How do you lose your voice Ryan, as an adult? It's from yelling at a TV when you have a ton of money on a game and or horse 
Or a horse. <laughs> yeah, deuce deuce at the track. I mean, come on. You could totally see it. You could see him right It was that so pony. great him completely losing his voice, completely hoarse, and still be like, yes. Oh, awesome. Because I don't like it. He wasn't attacking. He wasn't catching the ball. He wasn't hitting the ball. What the? That's not what we talk about. That's not what we're about. My man. So great. Awesome work by the production team pulling that up short notice. But man, Ryan, I mean, does that not sound like a gambler? How many times have you been hoarse and you're still yelling at the screen? Deuce and last note. That feeling where your throat is physically sore. Yeah. Because you're, you're out in Vegas because it's you dry. Yeah. You've been you've been having oh, a cocktail. He's, might got, be, he's got Vegas voice there right there. There might be some cigarettes involved. Who knows? And then you and you still just and that's why the smoothie works, by the way. Right. And last little note. His son, Damani, plays linebacker for the South Carolina Gamecocks. If you That's why he took the job. If you have a son that's in uh SEC college football, bags are getting dropped. You're around some shady things. Some money's getting moved, Ryan. Yeah, um, it, it's why he left the Lions. Oh, really? Okay. Well, there you go. So we how how much is Deuce yes, Staley sir. worth to a, a team? So addition by subtraction. Addition by subtraction. All right, recapping the bets. We're both on the under seven and a half. Last winless team we both like seventeen to one. I'm sprinkling on Miles Sanders most rushing yards thirty to one. Just uh, a reminder: C.J. Stroud at plus eight fifty for Rookie of the Year. Oh, okay. while we're talking about the rookies, I I just think again he's playing in the Shanahan offense like that to me. Yeah, positions you for success. Uh, I got them going six and eleven. You got them going five and twelve. MLD Kramer killed it with Parks Frazier, Deuce Staley as well for most likely DGen. Hey guys, we're going to be back tonight. Uh, YouTube.com slash sports gaming podcast live eight 30 Pacific talking we're, green Bay Packers. Sean, when we're done, we, we need to make sure we put out a, uh, the most likely DJ thread to piss off the internet. Oh Pre- yeah. Predict because they hate predicting <laughs> injury and you know how much they'll be predicting gambling, predicting suspension oh. to gambling. So, so, uh, so, so like we need to be explicit, like sports gambling podcast predicts uh, these, pl- no, we'll these set people a, we'll set out a press release. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be great. Uh, Sportsgamingpodcast.com slash Patreon. Get in on our uh, NFL wins a total contest. Super fun. Thousand dollars up for grabs for patrons in the Patreon. Thank you for participating in the Sports Gaming Podcast. For the Sports Gaming Podcast, I'm Sean, second the money green. He's Ryan. Oh, I, I'm, I'm very excited. Kramer, let it ride. Wow. <laughs>